good evening, sir. So I'm like very intrigued to know who do you think a real soulmate is? Now, like nowadays, I have a lot of people who love talking about like he's my soulmate or like she's my soulmate and stuff like that. But I wonder how they're like very sure that the partner whom they are with is their soulmate. So I would like really love to know who do you think the real soulmate is? Like what do you think the term soulmate means? it merely means you know somebody is still half asleep you need to some throw some water on their face hmm. what is the soul in the first place what do you mean by soul hmm. the soul is a concept in the mind right the soul is a concept in the mind what is the mind the seat of all experience. So your existence is basically the existence of the mind. Hmm? Where is all this seeing, listening, uh, experiencing taking place? That is that that place is called the mind. So that place has a lot of thoughts and ideas. The mind has a lot of thoughts and ideas. Soul is an idea, a concept in the mind. Hmm? And the mind has varying levels of qualities. You can have a mind of a very fallen level, you can have a mind of a mediocre level and you could have an excellent mind. So soul is an idea that exists only in mediocre minds. In realized minds there is nothing called the soul. There is the mind, you know, there is just the mind. If the soul is just the mind, then what does soulmate mean? It simply means mind mate. And what is the mind? If it harbors the idea of soul, we said it must be a mediocre mind. If it is harboring concepts like the soul. So then mind mate would mean somebody so mediocre that he chooses to mate a mediocre mind. Are you getting it? If, if you are someone who subscribes to silly ideas like soulmate, then you will get a soulmate who is equally silly to subscribe to similarly silly ideas. So who you are is what you get. So you already believed in stupid things like soulmate and then you will get somebody equally silly. He will come and say, I also believe in similar things. And the two of you will just get together and produce kids who will be even more advanced in their levels of... We get so carried away by the hormonal rush that we just don't stop to ask ourselves what is really going on what is going on what are these thoughts I have started patronizing what ideas have I started believing in where are they coming from 
did i did i think of these things since birth or since childhood no somebody inserted these ideas huh? somebody very steelily placed these ideas in my mind who was it what are the source of these ideas and once you see where these things are coming from you you start knowing that these are all very very foreign foreign not in terms of other countries foreign in terms of not being you the society the world has placed all these things in your mind and we were we were not discreet enough not careful enough we were not attentive enough to not to allow such things to enter first of all there is a society outside so ever ready to condition you and then there is the body hmm? uh in in the in the hormonal stage when you are growing up when you um, are a teenager and uh, <clears throat> and you are so so ready hmm? there is something within crying for experience hmm? and the fantastic notion that great happiness can be had through experience that's called romance you know cultivating fantastic images of experience that's called romance that's the very definition of romance so these two things then uh, go hand in hand one thing aggravates the effect of the other thing which two things the the bodily condition there is a hormonal rush and the effect of the society and these two things get together to make you believe in stuff like soulmate and so so all that is uh, quite silly you see if i look at it from another angle we are born mated hmm to be mated is is to be wedded or coupled to something right to be to be very closely joined to something is called being mated right so when the kid is born please see the kid is uh, already coupled with so many things the kid is wedded to ignorance to fear to greed huh is it not please see how how intelligent is the kid so the kid is wedded to ignorance how discreet is the kid how much in control or command is the kid so the kid is wedded to helplessness we are already born mated the purpose of life therefore is not to search for another mate called the soul mate the purpose of life is to demate if we, every girl when she is born she already has a thousand husbands and when the boy is born he already has a thousand wives the purpose of life is to separate from each of these and their numbers are staggeringly large thousand so it takes a lot to divorce them one after the other that's the purpose of life that's what entire self knowledge is about hmm? 
So you are already born, wedded and mated and then you want to add another one to the list. How wise is that? You already have so many things inside you that you call your own, right? Now you want to have another fellow that you want to call your own boyfriend or husband. But you already had so many things that you called your own, your name, your gender, your religion, your education, your parents, your property, your thoughts, your opinions, your feelings, huh? your wardrobe. You were already calling these your own, your experiences, your friends. You are already calling these your own, your thoughts, your emotions. You are already calling these your own. The fact is none of these is really your own. So what is the purpose of life? To add another one to the list of these things that you call your own? No. That would be stupid and meaningless and also useless because, because you know when you will be adding another one to that list. The decision to choose that particular one will be coming from stuff that is not really your own. For example, if your thoughts and emotions are not your own, are your decisions your own? Please tell me. If your thoughts, decisions, ideas are not your own, then your decisions cannot be your own. Then the decision to have a soulmate, even that will not be your own. So this soulmate will not be your own. Just as the hundred other things, the hundred prior things are not your own. So pointless going for this soulmate or whatever it is. First thing, unmate or demate, decouple. The purpose of life is not to add to an ever-growing list of your associations and attachments and identities. The purpose of life is a restoration, a revert to your pristine, pure self. Hmm? And when you are that, then you have beautiful relationships. In your aloneness, in, in, in your solitary completeness, you get the power to have clean, pure, wonderful relationships. And the name for such relationships then is love. There is no love in this soulmate business, mind you. Love is there when, when you have relationships that come out of your solitary completeness. Hmm? I, I'm, I'm not uh, dying to be welded to someone. I'm great, complete and beautiful in my aloneness. Now, when you relate to someone, there is no exploitation, no violence, no hunger or thirst in the relationship. Huh? Now, the relationship is like a beautiful duet. Hmm? The two singers are capable of producing a great song alone. And when they get together, the combination is beautiful. That does not mean that they cannot have beauty in their own, alone, respective spheres. They are already beautiful. Are you getting it? Yes. Yes. So do you think like social media is like kind of a part of that foreign thing which is convincing us to this, this stuff like what you said soulmate? Where did you first find me, if at all? Social media. 
so it depends on you you can look for a soulmate on social media or you can be unfortunate enough to stumble on somebody like me in social media on social media hmm so it <laughs> so depends on you what you want to use social media for social media represents the entire universe Huh? everybody is there all influences can be found there the worst kind of stinking garbage is there on social media and the most beautiful kind of pearls are also there it's just that 99.9% is garbage hmm? so you have to be a lover of pearls to really dig out the real thing thank you so much Thank you. Tanvi, you can ask your follower. Okay, thank you, uh, sir. You have said that it's our purpose of life that to unmute everything. So, sir, at last, what will be mine in this world? Because at the end, I will be empty. You, you. I'll unmute my experience. I'll unmute my. unmet my every, i will unmet everything from my life then what is mine exactly at the end i'll See, be solitary tanvi 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 by the frequency of your questions you will receive instant liberation this evening itself <laughs> and that is dangerous no <laughs> the you have you have asked the you have asked the final question no? when everything is gone what remains when everything is gone even this questioner is gone and so this question too is gone what remains just completeness just peace total realization in which you are free to fly free to enjoy just freedom just freedom sir at this age at this point of time i'm not able to get any type of solitary completeness just like you you know that right and as long as as long as you call your age your own there is no liberation the age is of your body hmm? not of your consciousness so you are identifying with your body and your gender and the and the lifespan and that does not bode well for liberation so it's not that uh, you have to worry about the ultimate state hmm? you you start taking baby steps you see what your major obstacles and bondages are and and challenge them with courage do not to worry too much about what will happen in the future and of course do not try to speculate about the end state there is nothing called an end state hmm? your your purpose in life currently as a brave girl with with a with a verb to live is to identify where your weaknesses are where your fears are and boldly challenge them Okay. Thank you. Yes. Um, sir, as people are so keen, uh, so keenly interested to being uh, like committed to someone, but I have experienced that when you get committed to someone, uh, your emotions get dependent on them. Like uh, their positivity as well as negativity uh, get transferred to you. How to overcome that dependency? Like how to overcome that feeling? you are saying you want to stay committed and yet not have the other influence you uh, like 
might be positive influence but not the negative one like if the person aise nahi hota what you are saying is that you want to stay within sniffing distance of someone but you want to smell only their aroma and not their stink that's not possible but uh, sir sometimes that negativity uh, like causes you some harm like uh, you are not able to focus on your life or your classes see kid it depends on the foundation of the relationship it depends on what keeps the two people together hmm i wish i'm totally wrong but in 99.9999999999% cases what keeps the two people together is just the bodily drive nothing else ha on top of the bodily thing you can have emotions you can have experiences you can have this and that but the bedrock is simply sexual and when the two of you have been brought together by your genitals which is the blunt and ugly truth then uh, you know you have already not cared for the higher things in life now why do you want to demand the higher things in life it <coughs> you see after you are married you say you know i i i return home from my workplace and i'm a professor hmm or a manager in some financial services firm and i want to discuss accounts economics finance with my wife but she does not understand anything all she talks of is uh, some some nonsensical stuff and we could reverse the genders here the wife comes back from her workplace and she wants to talk about politics or sports or literature and the husband says no i am interested only in some bodily stuff now do either of these have the right to complain when you were choosing your wife did you first of all test her on her knowledge of economics then you tested her only on her figure see you you can poke holes in my theory and i'll coolly say fine i'm wrong if that helps you or you could try to understand what i'm pointing at hmm? i have i have zero urge to be proven right hmm? my uh, purpose is to help you not to be proven right so now you are saying my wife does not understand economics if you wanted a wife who could understand economics you should have first of all kept economics as the foundation of your relationship or you should have kept wisdom as the foundation of your relationship but at that time only hormones are the foundation of the relationship in fact they always are you might marry even at the age of 40 still it is hormonal business and there are people who marry at the age of 80 still it is hormonal business from first breath till the last it is just hormonal business so once you have brought home a wife or a husband like that how can you complain now it's like bringing home a a a two wheeler 
and then complaining that it does not have a reverse gear. Sir, you, you loved the two wheels when you first looked at them and you fell in love and you said these two wheels are what I brought to bring home and now you are saying there is no reverse gear. If you really wanted a reverse gear then you should have said four wheels not two. Hmm? So this positivity and negativity that you are talking of these things should be kept in mind at the time when you enter into the relationship not later on. When you look at a girl, don't just look at her as a piece of flesh. Same applies to girls. When you look at a boy, don't look at her as just a body. Look at the entire being. Ask yourself, what is it that I am really looking for? Have a dialogue with yourself. Have, have a continuous dialogue with yourself. What is the purpose of life? <coughs> if I am inviting somebody into my life and that fellow will be around me for long hours every day, what is the quality of the person that I want? Because it's a very <coughs> it's a very, very important decision it is. Huh? When that fellow is afar, it looks like some kind of a video game, chasing that person and getting that person's consent and, and all those things. But once that person enters your life, it's a 24-hour thing. Huh? And if you miss uh, sending him or her a good night message, you know you will not have a good morning. See, you are smiling now. You know what I mean. We all have been sufferers alike. Now, so, so when you enter into the relationship, you must know this is what you are signing up for. And once you have seen the entire gamut of it, you must also ask her political views. You must also ask whether she understands any bit of history. And if you are a girl, then you must ask the boy, had I had some other kind of shape and figure, would you have still come to me? Try to discuss the really important things with your boy or man. Hmm? When you sit with him, discuss climate change. But that fellow, the only change he wants to discuss is change of clothes. Why are you with such a boy? Kick him away. Later on then you say, oh, you know, she is such a headache or, or he is such a rascal. Who invited them in? Where was all your discretion? Where was all wisdom? When you were clamoring for that person. That's why it is very important that life education is a central part of school and college syllabi. Because that's the age when you make your most important decisions. The decision to pursue a line in academics, uh, the decision to take up a career stream and the decision to enter into a relationship.
Have I disappointed you? This is not the answer you wanted. No, sir.